Hey everyone, before we get into this week's show, let's take a second to talk about our sponsors. First, we have Rockstar Tacos at the Gaslight Lounge, located at 4916 Shaw Avenue next to the Botanical Gardens. They'll open Tuesday through Saturday, starting at 5 p.m. They have weekly specials. Look, check out their Facebook, Instagram for pictures of all the food specials, and along with Instagram as well. Some of the best food that you'll probably have. Chris and I both love the burrito tacos, along with the poutine and Turner appetizer. Go ahead and check them out to see what's going on with them, including their monthly music trivia on Facebook and Instagram. Next, we have Lucky Lola's Foods. Chris and I both love all their items, but especially Chris loves his the salmon rub. They have their jalapeno sweet heat along with some brats and meat sticks. You can find any of those items not only at Fresh Time and Kenrick's and some of the Schnooks markets are starting to carry them as well. They're great items for barbecues or any occasion you may have. Veteran-owned. So make sure you check them out. Another great local company sponsoring our show. Last but not least, we have Altered State Comics, located at 671 Big Ben Road, opened Tuesday through Sunday. Um, you can get comics, Funkos, figures, and much more at their show at their place. Uh, you can check at alterstatecomics.com. We'll have all the info on where to, what they have, what's going on with them. But you can also start a pull list with them and get all your comics like I do every week. So thanks for listening to our show. If you need to get a hold of us, you can get a hold of us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Look up Blues Hockey Podcast, and you'll have all this information for not only on our show, but all our great sponsors. Enjoy this week's show. Hey, this is Matt from Blue October, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. <laughs> Back to the Blues Hockey Podcast shows Jason along with Chris. Yo! All right, we're here. Our bellies are full. We just mm-hmm. got back from Rockstar Tacos. Recording a podcast. Um, obviously, a lot has happened. The yep. Blues are doing very well. Fantastic. Yay. Um, the Blues beat the Sabres today. They did. The Buffalo Sabres. Three to one. A matinee. Yeah, 12 at noon. So um, I know Chris was out and about today, but yep. I, I was able to watch at least a decent chunk of this game. Uh, we'll talk about that in the Blues. Uh, we'll talk about the All-Star Game, Robert Thomas in the All-Star Game. Yep. Seemed, I heard it better. People liked it more. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it in years. Yeah, we'll I haven't talk, really paid attention. We'll talk about the, everything that's on there. We have a couple of uh, injury uh, things to talk about, people coming back, people yep. being injured, uh, and a bunch of Blues news, a couple of the big ones, and we'll definitely hit those coming up. Yep. So, First, the Blues win 6-7 now um, and catapulted themselves into the playoff conversation, which which I flat out said online the other today. Did not expect that. No, I look, I figured that this team might hang on to the second wild card. Like, maybe if everything fell perfectly, they might back into the final wild card spot. But, you know, this team over the last, I would say, month and a half, Seems to have found its legs, and they've found ways to win games. They've beaten some great opponents. They're the only team, I think, in the West with two regulation wins over the Vancouver Canucks. I believe so. 
Um, you know, they keep stockpiling points, and yeah, this is great. I'm glad that they're in a playoff spot. I don't expect them to go deep into the playoffs, but stranger things have happened. Yep, well, those are right at while they can, and I was all for stockpiling and getting a high pick and getting yeah. a good thing, but you never know what could happen in the offseason. Um, still a lot of games ago. Blues just played game 50 today, so yeah. my math is correct. It means 32 or a lot. That is correct. So... Wild card as of right now. So we're recording the uh, Blues. I was just beat the Buffalo Sabres today, and that was two ten. Yep. So as of right now, they are holding on to the second wild card spot. And the only reason why they're not higher than that is the uh, LA Kings have the same amount of points, but two less games played. Correct. So right now, the teams that are behind the Blues is Calgary and Nashville, who are right behind them with one and two points behind. Right. But the Blues have two and one games in hand. Uh, Seattle right behind them is 50 points. So in Minnesota is 51. So you got to keep like, a, one yeah, little, keep one little, one else. little slump. It might cause them to fall out enough. Yep. Um, Calgary came back after a horrible start and it was played well enough to get in there. Sure. I mean, there are no Edmonton Oilers who won 16 in a row and now are oh, literally third place in the, which you remember they were like they were last and they were like kind of the blues ish. Yep. What happened to them? Um, well, they decided to do well. They have two of the best players in the world. I think they finally goaltending finally kind of kicked into place. And, yeah, and McDavid is being he was like number I think they said when before the winning streak he was like number sixty something in the league in points, and now he's number four. Yeah, so that just tells you well, how McDavid is going. It, it definitely helps. So <laughs> that's an understatement. So obviously Stuart Skinner's doing well there. So anyway. Today, the big thing we talked about, and our friend over at uh, Let's Go Blues Radio, Jeff Ponder, pointed out on Twitter, and I uh, retweeted it, that uh, the hallmark, once again, of the Blues doing well during this time is goaltending. Jordan Bennington continues to play well. Sure. Uh, Joe Holfer has, I think, kind of hit a stride finally, like playing really well. I think today um, I missed, right after Buffalo scored when I started watching, and so Mm -hmm. I missed it. It was like an own goal, people were saying. I I did not get to see it, so... Um, besides that, Hofer stopped 36 37. That's great. That's great. Continues to keep teams in it. Uh, and that's why you just want your backup just to have a solid game, just to help you sure. win. That's all you really care about and fill in when you can. So, the Blues play tomorrow another matinee game against the Montreal Canadiens. Yes. And possibly old friend Jake Allen if he's. You know, still gonna be a Canadian within the next couple of weeks. It sure sounds like he might be on the move. Yeah, there's the three, they have the three goalie rotation up there, and it sounds like with them signing both of the goalies up there, plus the goalie that's in the minors right now. Yeah. I think they're kind of want to move on from one of those guys, and Jake Allen's probably it who'll get him the most. Um, who knows where he will go? Let's um, just kind of talk about trades and the Blues. You know, doing well now. The trade board released by Frank Saravelli over at the Daily Faceoff. I kind of like I like his stuff, so I just read it. Sure. So um, the trade board is interesting. So the Blues are, showed up twice on there. One person they're interested in, and one person that they're on the team that's apparently getting talked around the league about. A lot. Sure. We can. You kind of talked about one already at the when we were talking tonight. Colton Preco, number yep. six out of forty on the list, which is uh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, look, I. I don't know if I see the Blues parting ways with Colton Pareko. I I will say he's having a much better season. If there was a time to do it, it would be now. His stock is certainly high. I just think that the Blues have too much wrapped up in him to to part ways unless they get just a ridiculous offer. 
And I don't know how ridiculous that offer looks right now. Yeah, and then somebody you don't have resume to replace. Like, I don't know, Kessel has filled in really well for the Myers, but is he going to be a top four guy? I don't know. Yeah. At, at, I, if he had, he had to put a gun to my head right now and ask me that question, I would say he will be the new replacement for Robert Bortuzzo. The bottom pairing guy yeah. who can... The only way I well. see the Blues shipping out Colton Pareko, and I still don't think they would do it even if they did pull this trade off, is if they managed to get uh, Chikrin out of Ottawa. Um, I, I, a, I don't know if they're going to do that. B, even if they did, I think that their plan would be to build this defense around Pareko and Chikrin and maybe move out Tory Krug, if they can get him to waive his no trade clause, Justin or Justin Falk. Yeah, that's, that's you got to think Scandella is going to go. If not at the deadline, they just won't renew him in UFA. But if yeah, he gets renewed, it's a lot lower than he's made. Yes, like you're talking. You're talking vet minimum, probably. Yeah, is what the Blues would offer. I'm just saying, just because of where they're at next year on the cap, they're yes. already close to seventy million dollars. Yes. So you're unless you move guys, of course. So the other one was Jacob Chicken. We're going to talk about the Blues. Are apparently, Detroit and the Blues are heavily into that. They talked uh, on this article basically saying the Blues are one of the final teams in it last time. And then they said one of the reasons the Blues weren't one of the finalists is because Arizona is asking more due to them being in the same division. Sure. Which makes sense. Every team does that. Yep. You, you always trade to our conference and our division. You don't yes. like is there, same division is very rare unless it's a massive overpay. Right. Um, because you have to face them, you know, a handful of times a year and yeah. possibly in the playoffs, depending on how your team is and stuff. So Chikrin, we're making it very affordable, $4.6 million next year. Yeah. And that'd be up UFA, so you'd probably have to renew them. So you, if you get Chikrin, I think the trick is you have to move out one of the two you talked about, either Krug or Falk. Krug or Falk. That, to me, yeah, to I, me I think you'd push for Krug due to... I don't disagree. Chickering plays both sides, which is the good thing. So, I agree. But I think if it was, it was me you're looking at, you would like to have Chickering and Pareko yep. and probably Letty and Falk if you're going to do that. And I don't disagree with that at all. And then Perunovic and Kessel, let's just say, is your sure. bottom there, which could be a, a mild step up right now compared to where they're at. I agree. So I, yeah. I would call Chickering a step up from Krug. Yeah. So, I mean, the defense as a whole, basically. <laughs> But uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. So that's the only kind of rumors that are out there for the Blues. So I, I think Kapanen has been injured, hasn't played it well enough. Let me Obviously, Verana is in the minors. Nobody won him for free. So let me ask you a very hypothetical. Super hypothetical. Because I think I going, but go ahead. odds are there's going to be a fire sale in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. If the Blues are in a position to make a legitimate playoff push, do you go to Ottawa and get your boy back for a playoff run, knowing that he's going to walk in the offseason and he's a rental. So, uh, Chris, will be referencing Vladimir Tarasenko, who's yes. behind me. Um, depending on cost, that's like a all wrapped in the one. Let's, let's just hypothetical. Let's just say you're able to dump, let's just say, Toy Crew somehow waves to Ottawa. Let's say Ottawa's shipping him somewhere else after that. Sure. Which is hypothetical, it's 100%. Let's say it's like Kapanen and Krug, and they'll ship Krug somewhere else to save money. And probably let's say prospects and picks for those two guys, knowing that there's probably a, no chance in hell that you sign uh, Tarasenko. Because I think because I have a captain, and I think captain, you really don't have a chance of doing anything anyway. No. So, but no. to me, if you get 
both of those guys. And uh, Vladimir Tarasenko also um, making $5 million, full no trade. This will be interesting to be able to accept here. So, obviously, huge hypothetical in many parts. Yeah, I mean, we don't know any of this. I'm just saying. I would say if they were, if you were able to dump, like, one of the defensemen and some salary, like, capping or something like that, sure. I, I like Vladimir Tarasenko. I like kickers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that I think that um, Tarasenko is, is quickly becoming the textbook case of a guy who has greatly overrated his self-worth. You look at what he did in New York, and it was okay. Okay. He started off hot, cooled off. You look at what he's done in Ottawa. Not, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, Had a goal today. But, but nothing of what you expect when you hear the name Vladimir Tarasenko. I mean, it's here in St. Louis where what we what we see. I mean, you sure the like debut goals and all this other stuff he's done. Yeah. Here's the thing, Jason. I, I get he signed a one year deal because he was banking on next year the cap going up, which it is, mm-hmm. and being UFA. But realistically, if you're a GM and you've watched these last two years of Vladimir Tarasenko's production, the the, the year split between St. Louis and New York, and now this year in Ottawa, what are you really going to offer him? Yeah, I mean, in his thirties now, thirty one, thirty two. Yeah. Believe. I he mean, hasn't gotten injured. That's a plus. Yeah. But the production's not there. Yeah. I mean, not it, it, not it, to the level that he's going to expect to get paid for. And you can, he can and people on the devil's advocate, and I agree with you, the devil's advocate would be like, well, Ottawa's is a dumpster fire, so maybe that's why he's not playing up to his full potential. If he was on a he playoff didn't do, team. He didn't do ish in New York. Sure. So it's very interesting to see what can happen. He could go back to New York. Um, what Chris is referring to, too, Vladimir Tarasenko fired his agent again. Again. So remember, he fired his agent Three days into the UFA process, correct. Last off season, so he like, wasn't. And you have to assume it's because he didn't like the deals that were coming in. And he yeah. probably blamed his agent for not getting good enough deals. Yeah. So then he wound up being one of the, I say, final big quote unquote big free agents to sign in an Ottawa sign, and that was considered a huge coup, which I thought it was at the time too. Um, but this hasn't worked out, unfortunately, Ottawa, which that's another team we talk about. I mean, you outside this podcast talk about Buffalo. Like, Good on paper, pieces. it looks great. Yeah. But just, like, today, man, I just wasn't impressed at all. And then yeah. Ottawa, like, on paper. Looks great. Looks great. I mean, that just, team is stacked. This hasn't Can't worked win. out. Like, Claude Drew's lurked out great for there. Chuck's had an okay year. Everybody else there has not panned out so nope. far. Chicken, the chicken trade is bombed. It made them, like, the Debrinket trade just didn't work out. You know, mm-hmm. like, unfortunately, the two big pieces they brought in just didn't blew work. up in their faces. And now they're... Almost borderline rebuilding again yeah. on the fly. So be interesting. They have a lot of pieces, mind you, but they have a lot of work to do. But anyway, said trade deadlines come up in March, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, a couple injury news, real quick, before we move on to our big news of the podcast. Uh, Part time with the big club, most of the time with the minor league club. Mackenzie McEachern uh, had to undergo shoulder surgery, so he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, that was done during the All-Star break. Um, so, uh, other thing, Justin Falk still had a new injury. So, remember, he came back from injury, yes. and then he got re-injured again. Different injury. Different injury. So, lower body injury, he is out uh, on injury reserve. Casper Kapanen is now back. Uh, they got hit in the back of the head today with Falk. Great. But he, he was back on the bench and stuff, so he was okay. At least probably rattled, but, you know, sure. back on the bench. So, uh, Callie Rosen has been recalled. Yeah. So, uh, did well last year, so kind of interesting. So, uh, spoke with the All-Stars real quick. We'll briefly go over that because I'll be 100% honest. I just haven't really cared about the All-Star game. At all. Yeah. The one in St. Louis was legit the last time I cared, and then that sure. happened, and then 
obviously the world shut down, but obviously it was just fun being in St. Louis and that's why you cared. Yeah. Um, so they had, they had the old school. They brought back, this happened years ago. They did the draft style. So basically instead of having broken up by divisions, divisions. and other stuff, they did it like, oh, you just pick whoever you want. And there's team captains and they had like celebrity coaches and stuff. Right. So uh, T. McDavid picked Robert Thomas fourth, their fourth pick. Yep. So pretty cool there. He's on a team with, uh, obviously, uh, Connor David, Leon Dreisaitl, David Pasternak, Sergei Borowski, Connor Hellebuck, uh, and Robert Thomas. So yep. pretty pretty uh, stacked of, team. Uh, they got to the finals of the thing. Uh, barely. barely. David scored two goals in the last couple minutes of, uh, of the first round, including uh, a game-tying goal with, like, 20 seconds left and then winning a shootout in the semifinals to advance. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, no goals, no assists. I don't think uh, from what I remember seeing on here, uh, but fun experience for him. So good that I think that people get to see Robert Thomas yes. on a big stage. So, um, I heard some people, I haven't watched it. So what, what was your thoughts? And I haven't seen it, but what was your initial thoughts on how they did the skills competition? So remember the big controversy was Nikita Kucherov basically like, half-assing it through the thing and not remember they picked this one was like they picked basically the 12 best guys that were there and the rest had to just sit there and watch everybody which i thought was dumb very odd i saw highlights and then i saw the kucherov thing where he had like lost the puck just kind of gagged, and then the crowd was booing him oh yeah that dude could give two crafts with that crowd booing him because he's like i've won two stanley cups Maybe, yeah, two Stanley Cups, went on another final had a lot of money i live in florida Whatever. i feel like the nhl they're trying. It's trying really hard to keep the All Star Game relevant. Uh, I I think that it is suffering from the same issue that the NFL does with the Pro Bowl, is that the players just don't care. You know, this happens in the middle of the season. The players would much rather have a week off to relax, go on a vacation with their family, or sit around and heal up instead of doing the dog and pony show at the All Star Game. You know. That being said, I don't know what you can do to incentivize the the players to want to play. This year was the winning team gets a million dollars, but that's a million dollars split between the whole team. That is a penance compared to what these players make. I, I, I there's also talk that between the Olympics coming back with NHL players, so yeah, they're bringing back the World Cup of Hockey, they're I'll bringing back talk the, about that next. The, the best on best international games that you may see the all-star game go away. And I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing. Yeah. I love the all-star game as a kid, but it was competitive. The players seemed like they tried nowadays. I think Kucherov is the shining example of it. These players don't care. Yeah. I mean, uh, so you, you kind of you know, got me on that one. So the next thing in the press conference during the whole all-star game, uh, Gary Bettman said that the league has agreed to send the players to the Olympics for the 2026 and 2030 games. So that's, yep. that's pretty cool. So I, I always think I love Olympic hockey. Me too. And it's always better when you have the best possible players. There. Nothing against the guys who were there, like whatever. So next year, there is going to be no All-Star game. Correct. So instead, they will host a called the NHL Four Nations Face-Off, a tournament between players from the United States, Canada, Sweden, and Finland. Yep. The event will be hosted in February 12th through the 20th in two cities, one in the United States and one in Canada. So it's interesting. Obviously, where the world is right now, that's why you're not hearing about Russia. Yes. It's simply how it is. And so, yep. 
Will something get changed between now and then? I don't know. Yeah. But I think what's going on in the world, you really can't include Russia at this point. No. That's just how it is. Agreed. Especially when you have guys who are best buddies with a guy who's, you know, mm-hmm. leading one of those. So anyway. Um, so yeah. So I think that's going to be cool. I, like I said, the World Cup of Hockey, I thought was fantastic. I loved, it. I loved it because they had the guy, the team under 25 was yep. almost won the whole thing. It was fun to watch. It's like, so nice. I thought that was great. So I'd like to bring that back. So we got all that all-star stuff done. That's done. Check, check, check. The big one. Shocked is my first word. The Blues yeah. will have been picked to face the Chicago Blackhawks in Wrigley Field for not only a stadium series game, the, the Winter, Winter Classic. Classic. Yeah. So that makes three. So it makes the Blues have three Winter Classics. Classics in nine years. Technically, it almost could have been eight years because remember with COVID, yeah. we got pushed back a year due to all that being yep. shut down. Yep. Uh, so three games in nine years, which... I remember in 17, me and you on this podcast said, like, we're going to save this because this might not ever happen again. Because we didn't know what's yeah. going to happen with the team. We know, obviously, we did not know a couple was going to be in a couple of years. Like, sure. those three years were fantastic. Um, so we didn't think we'd have another one. So well, all of a sudden. Yeah. I think you could firmly thank Connor Bedard for the Blues being in this Winter Classic. Correct. I think that this Winter Classic is, is to Chicago to showcase their new shiny toy in Connor Bedard. And they wanted to pick a rival and a rival that Chicago has a chance to beat. Because let's be honest, both the Chicago Blackhawks and the St. Louis Blues, not the greatest teams in the league right now to showcase in your crown jewel event. Yeah. And let's be honest, like at least the Blues are in contention for a playoff spot, so we'll be positive about that. Sure. But you know, normally they pick these teams, like for example, this year they picked Vegas, the team who just won the Stanley Cup, in mm-hmm. Seattle, the new the teams new team, yeah. who literally they just snuck and they got into the playoffs last year and stuff for the you know their second season. So, um, and guess what? People won two new teams, and that's what people have said. Like, great, we have two new teams and fantastic, all new things. Nobody cared. Lowest rated world uh, winter classic. Yeah, on record. Um, the and guess what? You know why the Bedard? His debut is the highest rated NHL game right now. That sure. includes winter classic and all star game. Yeah. So that's why this is happening. A hundred percent. So hundred percent. And I'm happy for it. Look, I, I was lucky enough to go to the second winter classic, which was the Blackhawks and the Red Wings at Wrigley Field. It was great. It was a phenomenal atmosphere. Uh, and it was just a great experience. I have been lucky enough to go to three. This will be my fourth. My fourth would have been the one in Minneapolis, but we opted not to go because it was Cause like colder than Hoth. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been to them in baseball stadiums. I've been to them in football stadiums. They are incredibly better in baseball stadiums. Yeah, the one at Bush was amazing. Yeah. Uh, that whole day was fantastic. Um, Going to do my darndest to get up to, uh, I think, our hopes. Sure. Fingers crossed for me and you to go. Yeah. I know, I know, like, I don't know about you, but I know when the uh, the leak happened, uh, you know, it's getting officially announced on Wednesday night hockey, yeah, was the official announcement, but it leaked out Tuesday. Tuesday. The Chicago Sun Times, uh, the Chicago Sun Times leaked it and said, and I was, I thought it was a fake article, honestly. And then it all of a sudden popped up numerous times, and I'm like, oh, this is actually the Chicago Sun Times. Yeah, great. And then I'm like, I, how about you? My phone blew up because a lot of people know I'm a huge Blues fan, yeah. so um, I have friends in Chicago, so that makes it easy for me to take the train up there, and Same. hang out, and uh, so the whole cross the fingers. Hopefully, we get to be there. Hopefully, we'll time gets closer. That's a long time from now. We'll see. Damn near a year. Yeah, so we'll get closer. Hopefully, we get to see a lot of people up there and have a good time. So, Blues and Winter Classic will be fun. 
another jersey add to the collection. That's right. I know Tom Stillman's very happy to get another more jersey. Get that money. So, because, uh, you know, we'll buy it. So That's, that's right. Like, no big deal there. So, I will say this. Let me ask you another hypothetical. You had sure. thought, I'll do your hypothetical. With the Blues getting the Winter Classic now, which obviously behind the scenes, they might have probably known this for a while, at least probably. a little bit. Do you think that affects their off-season plans at all? No, I don't. Like, I mean, do you think that like making a push for a big, like Stillman say, I want you to look hypothetical. I'm fine. Jordan Cairo is fine, but let's just say mm-hmm. like Toronto's like, we'll get you Mitch Marner for Jordan Cairo or whatever. Or so, let's say another big name is on the market right. and the Blues can bring I him. mean, look, I think if there's, if there's do they a pull, try to pull a big name in because now they have another marquee event and they got to have a big name. Robert Thomas obviously made the All-Star game, sure. so he's going to be the guy they're going to push. He ain't Connor Bedard. They're going to push his um, Jordan Bennington. To I would push. say the business side of me says, no, you don't alter your course, nor do you mortgage your future because of one game on national TV in January. Mm. That being said, I think if there is a move to make that is a sexy move and gives you a marquee name, because I love Robert Thomas, I love Jordan Cairo. Right now, the marquee name on the St. Louis Blues is Jordan Bennington. Yeah, unfortunately, um, it's an answer. I, I think if you have the ability to bring in a goal scorer or an elite two-way defenseman, you do it. I don't think you mortgage your team's future to do that. Yeah. Hopefully the Blues next year um, maybe have their own top rookie grant. Who knows? Snugger making the team. I was just thinking Borsky, it could be Snugger. Something like that could happen. So yeah. that could be the big move. Who knows? That's another conversation for many months down the road. Yeah. But we'll see. So that's the big news. We want to make sure we got a podcast in for that. Um, but, yeah, so it's Blues playing well. I'll take it. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm willing to eat crow because I we I said on this podcast, like well, I said, like I was expecting top five lottery pick. Yeah, same. I, look, you and I have said it many times. Like I'm, I'm happy to be wrong right now. The bottom could still fall out under this team, and it wouldn't shock me. But I think that anyone who is being honest with themselves and said that they saw the St. Louis Blues sitting in this position at the All Star break is either a lying to themselves or b letting their fandom. Get in the way of common sense. I am happy that this team is competing at the level it is. I would love to see them get into the playoffs and make a push. That being said, if we get to the deadline in a few weeks and this team is teetering, I still think that they should sell. Yeah, if they're if they're let's say like let's say let's say they're in the first playoff card spot, wild card spot. Right. I'm fine with them. There's a deal to add, and it's a low, like, risk, yeah. low, whatever. Yeah. Sure, go if for it's it. It's a rental. Yeah, type of low. Well, you're not giving up a high, like, first, second, or third. Maybe third sure. is my limit on that. Um, but, yeah, like, if they're, like, let's say six points out of the last spot, let's just say that happens between now and right. say the bottom falls out, like you said. Um, my thing is, like, you look to see who you can sell, like, who you don't think is going to be around next year. Yeah. Sell, get whatever picks you can. Let whoever come in and play, like, your yeah. – kids or whatever because right now you won't be able to have somebody like Snuggerud come in because of the way the frozen four is if he sure. goes that far that's like mid-april and that's yep. pretty much right when the season ends so you might get him for a game right and you're right. not gonna you're not gonna burn a year of your elc for a no. contract for one game no. so i would be you're not gonna see him this year um at all so i would say just sell and see what you get for next year so Agreed. if that happens so if they keep going well well, so let's keep going and see what happens. So, um, 
Yeah, I think we'll we'll wrap it up there. So get hold of us on Twitter at Blues Hockey NHL. Chris is at I'm at Hossa Palooza. Uh, if you also find us on Facebook and Twitter, it's Blues Hockey Podcast. Um, you can find us all there. So places to listen to the podcast: uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Amazon Music. Uh, I believe Audible actually carries it as well now. Yeah. So any place you can find any podcast app pretty much has at this point. So just uh, go ahead and search for us there or look on our socials for all the breakdown of all the different places you can find it. Uh, so I think that's about it. So we'll wrap it up there. So we'll keep going there. Chris, uh, look for Chris every morning, 6 to 10. KG95. But listen, best morning show ever. Well, you know, with all. As I always say uh, to the boys at the Rizzuto Show every morning, have a good show. And they say back, have the second best show in St. Louis. I'd love it if we were second. We're probably more like fourth. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I'm having fun. Well, that's all that matters. So thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. See you.